21st through the 24th verse. And we're going to read that in your hearing this morning. It reads, this I recall to my mind. There I have hope. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never ceased. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, therefore I have hope in him. I could shout right there, knowing that I have hope in God, that in spite of anything that is happening in my life, if I trust in God, things are going to work out. So a little while this morning, I want to talk to you from the subject, I have hope. I have hope. What has occurred over the last weeks or so would cause people to think that there is no hope, at least in this world. And can I tell you that they might be right when they're talking about they don't have hope in this world? Because the truth of the matter is, is that our hope is not in this world, but it's in a heavenly realm. That our hope is found in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As we approach Easter, I think it's important to understand the importance and value of having hope. That over 2,000 years ago, on a hill called Calvary, that our Lord and Savior was beaten, crucified, put in a borrowed tomb, and got up on the third day. Can I tell you, that is hope. So we have hope in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is the hope in any situation and circumstance that we might encounter in life. I'm here to tell you today that coronavirus can't stand against God. That if it has a name, understand it has the bow to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I wish I had a witness in the house. So in our time, understand Jeremiah was going through some things, just like we are today. Jeremiah had a mind, or he had reason to weep, because he is known as the weeping prophet. And just like Jeremiah weep, understand, we have circumstances and situations in our lives, especially what has shown up on the scene with this disease that seems to have no present cure. But in the midst of what Jeremiah was going through, he found a reason to have hope. And I want to tell somebody this morning that there is a reason to have hope. There is somebody that we can hope in. There is somebody that we can trust in. Not man, but I'm talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our text this morning, it opens with Jeremiah having a moment. And the truth of the matter is, is that all of us have a moment. All of us have moments in our lives where it seems like situations are not going to turn out on our behalf. Look what Jeremiah says in Lamentations, the third chapter, the 18th verse. He says, my strength has perished and so has my hope from the Lord. Now, understand that this is Jeremiah. This is man's, this is God's man. And he is having a moment. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what title you have, 
It doesn't matter where you live or what you drive. Understand there are going to be some circumstances and situations in your life that's going to feel like you have no hope. But can I tell you, that's being human. Because being human, understand you're going to have some situations and circumstances that you can't handle. But I'm here to tell you, there is somebody that can handle every problem and situation that you might be going through. So, we, we are all going through some things right now. If you think about it, this world is going through some things right now. We're all experiencing a valley moment. We're all having to deal with this thing called social distancing. And I'm telling you, I don't like it because I'm a hugger. I'm a, a greeter. I, I, I like to hug my members. I, I like to talk to my members. I, you know, and, and this social distance, I'm just having a problem with it. I, I, you know, I, I had to just uh, come to myself and realize that I just got to do it just because I want to make sure that somebody else is safe and I want to be safe too. But social distancing, working from home, closed restaurant, cancellation of sports events, my God. Understand we are experiencing some things, some unprecedented things in our lifetime. But I'm so glad that I got a God that I can trust in, that I know that somewhere down the line he's going to turn things around. Thank you, praise team. Yeah, he, he's going to turn some things around. So there are things and situations that we're having to experience that are out of our control. And in Jeremiah's time, understand, there was nothing that Jeremiah could do about what he was experiencing. This kind of reminds me of somebody by the name of Job who experienced things in his life. These things happened, and Job even though these things happen in Job's life, understand he made a decision not to surrender to them, but to hold on to the hope of God. And that's what we have to do. I, I, I think we all have to make decisions that when we come to experiencing things in our lives that we're not normally used to, we have to make a decision that in spite of whatever it is, I'm going to trust God. Look at what Job said in Job 5 and 16. Job says, so the helpless has hope and unrighteousness must shed his mouth. Look at Job. Job was letting us know that even though he was helpless, he realized that he wasn't hopeless. And I'm here to tell somebody that you may be helpless in your situation. There may be something that you can't turn around, but even though you might be hopeless, Helpless, understand you're not hopeless because we got a God that is able to work things out. Look at what Job told his wife in Job uh, 2 and 10. Job said, shall we indeed accept good from God and not accept adversity? My God, understand faith in God does not guarantee we won't experience trouble. Just like not having faith doesn't guarantee that we will have trouble. Job knew, and I like Job, Job knew that in spite of the situations, understand, there was still some hope. Job believed it so much that look what he said. Look, look, look at this. In chapter 13, verse 15, he says, though he slay me, he says, I will hope in him. 
Oh, my God. Job let us know. Job let us know that in spite of whatever he was going through, even though it looked difficult, even though it looked hard, he had nothing else to do but believe and trust in God. So in our text, understand, we, we see that the situations and problems were getting the most of Jeremiah's attention. How do we know this? Because we see this in verse 19 and in verse 20. Look what he says. He says, remember my afflictions and my wondering. He says, the wormwood and bitterness. Surely my soul remember and is bowed down within me. Understand, Jeremiah was constantly reminded of the things that he was experiencing. The more that he tried to forget about it, understand, they came knocking at his door, trying to remind him. But, but Jeremiah found something. He, he found something to hold on to. He, he found something to believe in. He, he found that in spite of what he was experiencing, God had his back. And I'm here to tell you that God has your back and my back. Oh, yeah, that's a good place to praise God right there. How often do we find ourselves forgetting about the troubles or forgetting about our, our past and forgetting about the things that we have experienced in life and allow those things of the past to rob us from the present, uh, present possibilities of the future? Many times we find ourselves dwelling, dwelling on those things that bring us trouble, those things that we're more focused on instead of God. And I'm here to tell you that we're living in a time like that today. Every station that you turn on, understand you see some news about this coronavirus. Now I'm here to tell you it's good to be informed, but don't be over-informed. Don't find yourself spending all day long watching the news because the truth of the matter is the more you put that stuff in you, understand you're going to lose hope in God because what you feed yourself, understand you will become. So the more you feed yourself that bad news, guess what? You're going to become a fearful person. But if you start listening to uh, 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 music and inspirational music, if you start listening to the word of God, if you start opening your Bible and start reading God's word and get more of the good things in, understand your hope will be built up so that no matter what comes your way you will be able to stand and this is what Jeremiah began to do Jeremiah understand he was experiencing some things he was experiencing some trouble but what Jeremiah realized is that in the midst of what he was going through and that's key through because can I tell you that God has called us to go through some things yeah the things that we experience are not our permanent place. That even though we experience them, that God is trying to push us past our present circumstances and situations in our life. That's why we can't pause and, 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 and begin to sit down in that situation. No, you got to start thinking about the future. You got to start thinking about what God is going to do right now. Understand, I'm not thinking about the present time. I'm thinking about the future. I'm thinking about when God bring us out of this thing. I'm thinking about when restaurants open back up. I'm thinking about when people go back to work. I'm thinking about when the saints of God can come back into the house of
of God and praise God and I can hug them again. I, I don't know about you, but I told you I, I'm having an issue uh, with this social distancing thing. Uh, uh, but Jeremiah, understand, he had a come-to moment. Yeah, he had a come-to moment. He refused to stay in the hopeless prison of his past or his present condition. Look what he tells us in verses 21 and through 23. He says, this I recall to my mind. <laughs> uh, he says, I'm remembering some things now. Uh, I'm having a come to moment. He, he was kind of like the, uh, the, the prodigal son who came to himself. Uh, Jeremiah was coming to himself. He, he was beginning to push away the present experiences and no past things that had him down to the pregnant possibilities of the future. He says, I recall to my mind. This is what I said to myself. Yeah, and this is what we got to say to ourselves. Yeah, every now and then when we look at the news, we got to start speaking to ourselves. Every now and then when seems like situations are not going to turn out, we got to start speaking to ourselves. Jeremiah said, there I have hope. He says, the Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. He says, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I can shout right there. Understand, Jeremiah was going to remember some things in his life. He, the first thing that Jeremiah, I, I want to leave a couple things, which in the little time that I have left, uh, the first thing that Jeremiah remembered is the Lord's loving kindness. He says, the Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease. I kind of like you know, Eugene Peterson message translation. He says, I'll never forget the trouble, the utter lostness, the taste of ashes, the poison I've swallowed. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember the feeling of hitting the bottom. But there, there's one other thing I remember. And remembering, I keep a grip on hope. He says, all those things that came my way, all those things that bombarded my mind, in spite of all that came, he says, I paused for a minute and I remember one thing. He says, I gripped, uh, I kept a grip on hope. He says, God's loyal love couldn't have run out. Isn't that something? God's love doesn't run out. It's continual. It's, it's perpetual. You woke up this morning with God with new love. Uh, you woke up this morning, understand the old love that God had for you, understand, doesn't compare to the new love. Uh, Jeremiah was remembering the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. He had remembered God had brought them through slavery. He had brought them through the wilderness. And I'm here to tell you, only love could do that. And you and I can testify to that because all of us were had our wilderness experience. All of us were in a wilderness. All of us were low down, but God came in in his infinite wisdom and his love and picked us up and changed us and turned our life around. That's a good place to praise him right there. Whether you're in the bed, whether you're at the kitchen table, you ought to throw up your hands and give God a praise right there. The second thing that Jeremiah tells us that he remembers is the Lord's compassion. Look what he says. He says, for his compassions never fail. I think it's important to realize that God is a loving, caring, and a feeling God. 
that when we suffer, understand he's not just looking at us suffering, but he feels this thing. He feels our pain. God right now is feeling our pain. He's feeling everything that we are experiencing right now, dealing with this coronavirus, this fear, this worry, this doubt. Understand, God is feeling that. And I like what Isaiah said in Isaiah 30 and 18. He says, yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up and show you compassion. For the Lord is God of justice. Blessed are all who wait on him. So when we understand are going through the storms and the valleys of life, understand we can trust that God is going to rise up and show up in our situation. So I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know the heartache and pain that you may be experiencing. But the truth of the matter is, is that God is going to rise up and he's going to show up in the midst of your situation. I came to talk to somebody this morning, no matter where you are, to let you know how much God loves you. That in spite of your failures, in spite of your difficulties, in spite of your challenges that you are experiencing right now, you got a God or we got a God that love us. And I'm glad about that. Anybody glad about that this morning? Uh, so, so finally, 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 I like uh, six minutes. Finally, I like what Jeremiah said in verse 23 of the message translation. He says, how great your faithfulness. How great your faithfulness. So Jeremiah is reminded of the Lord's faithfulness. Jeremiah knew about God's faithfulness. He knew that God was a God of his word. And that's really a good thing right there. That anything that God says, you can count on it. He said his word would not return void. So I'm here to tell somebody, if God made you some promises, if God told you that he was going to do some things in your life, it doesn't matter about coronavirus. Understand God's word is true, that God is going to bring you through this situation and through this heartache and through this pain. And he's going to fulfill every promise that he's promised in your life. Oh, my God, I can shout right there. So Jeremiah knew it. He knew God's faithfulness. And I came to tell somebody that regardless of what life sends you, understand you can be confident in the fact that the Lord will give us the necessary strength. And that's what we need during this time. I don't know about you, but I need some strength. You know, I had to have a come to moment myself. When I heard all these things that were going on, I, I, I had to get my, uh, uh, Dr. Vernon says, sea legs. I, I, I had to get my sea legs. The, the, those things were, were coming at me so quick. Uh, uh, but I'm so glad that I, I know God, and I'm so glad that I can read God's word, and I'm so glad that I got the Holy Spirit. It makes a difference when you're going through trouble and trials in your life. But I like what the Apostle Paul, and I'm getting ready to close, I like what the Apostle Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. He says, and he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I would rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ might dwell in me. So he's letting us know that there are going to be times in our life where we're weak, times in our life where we don't understand the circumstances and situations that we are going through. But if we just trust God, God's grace is sufficient in the midst of everything that we're going through in life. And the last thing that kind of blew my mind, Jeremiah said, 
in the message translation. He says, I'm sticking with God. <laughs> he says, I say it over and over. He said, he's all I've got left. Jeremiah is saying that if I'm going out, guess what? I'm going out believing uh, that I got hope in God. Jeremiah says that all I'm going to say in the midst of whatever I'm experiencing is that, uh, uh, that I'm sticking with God. And that's what we ought to say in the midst of everything that we're going through. I'm sticking with God. Coronavirus, guess what? I'm sticking with God. Uh, health issues, guess what? I'm sticking with God. Financial issues, guess what? I'm sticking with God. Relationship issues, guess what? I'm sticking with God. Is anybody sticking with God and believing that God is going to bring you out of your situation and circumstance? If so, you ought to give God a praise right where you are. Yeah, so this morning, I, I, I want to let somebody know that no matter what you're going through or what situation has risen in your life that God is your hope. Don't surrender. Don't give up. But hold on this morning. Because I'm reminded that the Bible says weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning. And I believe that morning is not too far off. I believe just like the praise team song that God is getting ready to turn some things around. So wherever you are this morning, believe me. That if you trust God and believe him, understand that he loves you. He, he wants to share that compassion with you. And we have a faithful God that no matter what is happening in the world, believe him. Trust him. He said, believe him and let every man be a liar. So when we believe God, understand it will turn situations around in our life. The hope that we have, understand it, it's not only for us, but can I tell you that it's for somebody else? Can I tell you it's for your neighbor? Can I tell you it's for your co-worker? Can I tell you for, it's that, for that family member that doesn't know Jesus? So God has given you hope so that you can release that hope on somebody else. You know, I was reminded this week as I was listening to a conversation as I was passing by that somebody talked about the condition and circumstance and situations that we're in. And they began to talk about Christians. You know, and as I listened, you know, I began to say, you know, God has got us and he wants to shine his light through us. He said that we are a light set on a hill that cannot be hid. Can I tell you that there's no greater time for the church to shine than today in the midst of everything that is going on, that God doesn't want us to worry, but God wants us to trust him. God wants us to confess in our mouth that I have hope and believe that everything is going to be all right. So I don't know about you, but I, I believe that. That God is our hope. So maybe there's somebody out there today, maybe you don't know the Lord. Maybe you don't know him as your personal savior. I want to let you know that all you got to do is confess your sins. All you got to do is accept the fact that he died and he rose so that you could have salvation. And if you accept that 
and say that, understand you're saved. And you can begin to have hope in God. Maybe there's somebody else out there this morning as we get ready to close. I just want to lift up a prayer because I, I, I believe that there's no more important time to prayer than now. Second Chronicles 7 and 14 tells us just how powerful prayer is. That if we begin to pray that God will heal our land or he'll heal our country. And we need God to do some work. So let's get on our face. Let's pray. Let's seek God. So in my closing, Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for your people. Father, wherever they are today, wherever they're receiving this word, Father, via Facebook, via Instagram, via YouTube, Father, wherever they're receiving, God, I pray right now. We know that you're able, God, to, 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 to reach through and touch them right now. So, God, I pray that you would strengthen them, that you would empower them. That person that needs to be saved, I pray, God, that you would turn their life around. That person that may be losing hope may seem like their situation is hopeless, may be succumb with fear. God, I pray right now against that fear because you're not giving us a spirit of fear but a power and of love and a sound mind. God, I pray, God, that their faith be built up, that they will realize and have hope in you and knowing that better days are coming. So, God, I thank you right now for what you're doing. Thank you right now for touching every individual. Whatever their issue is, Father, there's somebody that is laid, has been laid off their job. Father, we pray right now that you would touch them, that you would bring a financial increase into their life, that they would sustain somehow in some way, Father, in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for that person, Father, right now, that family that's suffering, may have lost a loved one because of this disease that's going around. Father, we pray that you would touch them right now, God, and, and strengthen them. Father, you, 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 Lord, are the answer. So, God, I pray that you would strengthen them. God, and others out there that are having various issues in their life, Father, I pray that this be a season that they look to you and and realize, God, that you are the answer. So we thank you right now. We honor you, Lord. We love you. We realize, Lord, that you are our hope. Pray for every doctor, Father, every person that's on the front line, God, that's dealing with these, this virus, Father, that we pray for them right now. God, that you would protect them and protect their families, Father. Protect our children, Father, that may not understand what's going on. God, we pray. God, that you would touch them and surround them with your angels of protection. So, Father, we love you. We honor you. We pray that this word has touched somebody's life today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. We look forward to seeing you on next Sunday. Remember, I have hope. <laughs>